Yeah, thanks for having me on, Tim. And you yourself in a statement, a video statement that you made a couple of days after all of this, and then a written statement that came out earlier this week, you are saying, uh, you yourself say this is a state law that <laughs> that, that, that the very least needs another look. Yeah, I think there's no question that this is one of many state laws that are flawed. And, you know, there's a lot of gaps that exist in our electoral state law when it comes to how they're applied to these local nonpartisan elections. And so those are certainly things that I think we need to look at and work to get changed. What is and I don't I don't generally delve into other people's emotions. I don't spend a whole lot of time on my own, but I am, I am curious, uh, what are you thinking? Have you, You've obviously had some time to process now. Uh, that video that you put out, uh, you were clearly in that moment uh, trying to come to grips with all this. A little time between now and then. What, what are your thoughts and what are your feelings at this moment? Yeah, I think there's the year 2020, as I like to describe it, is kind of just this dizzying array of uh, almost increasingly bizarre circumstances that are difficult to reckon with. And, you know, I'm not going to, nothing about how this campaign has gone was really what we expected. And certainly the result doesn't come in the way that we would have expected or liked. And so I think I'm grappling with what feels like a, a solemn way forward that in the end, I'm kind of grateful for really having to be in a, a humble position moving into the into the future here. All right, Jesse Hull with us again. We'll take the seat in January. There is, by the way, the technicality of a special election will be held in November. If I understand that correctly, that is simply to fill the last two months of, of what would have been Jerry Neesmith's term, and then you would take the seat irrespective of, of the outcome of that election in January. Do you have any thoughts at all about running in that special election, or is that something you'll forego? Yeah, um, as I said in the statement we put out a couple of days ago, whenever the next election is, which as far as we know is going to be in November, but like you said, just for the remainder of this vacancy, uh, my name will be on the ballot. And certainly if things go the way um, some people are pushing for now in this in this move in court and there has to be an additional special election or if the stakes are raised for this one, then uh, my name will be on it. So basically... Whenever the next ballot is created for District 6, my name will be on there regardless. Now, there there has been a suggestion here, uh, Jesse Hull with us, there has been a suggestion here that maybe the proper thing to do would be for Jesse Hull to take his oath of office in January and promptly resign and set the stage for another election. You didn't win this election. Uh, you would set the stage for another election in which you would have an opportunity to win that seat. Is that something you would consider? Um, I mean, I've certainly been thinking about it as a number of people have suggested it, but the, the truth is that I think the best thing we can do is respect the law as it's written, which is an important thing for us to do even when we don't always like it, and then work to change it to make it better, which will be the job as commissioner for the local legislature, and then will also give us more um, sway to try to change things for the state legislature. So... I do plan to swear in in January, assuming everything that the Board of Elections and the Attorney's Office have decided is true, and then continue to work for and with the people humbly as their, their servants in District 6. Enough about the election process. We may circle back to it, but let's get to that. Let's go ahead and put you behind the rail and assume that people are physically behind the rail uh, when the time comes in January, this uh -huh. coronavirus nonsense behind us. Uh, there are people, and I know you know this, this, this is not going to be some galloping shock to you. There is a segment of the community, and that segment that many of the folks who did not vote for you, there are people who are concerned about uh, 
about Jesse Hull. I have I have heard attached to your name the word Antifa. Now, is that an accurate depiction of where you are politically, ideologically? Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't expecting this one. <laughs> well, I'm not a fan of fascism, so to the degree that Antifa is basically just a shortened word for being anti-fascist, then I would say, yes, I am against fascism. But if I were going to pick a slate of terms to use, I don't know if Antifa is the is the first one I would jump to, but I'm certainly not going to run away from the fact that I am against fascism. Sure. Right. Let's apply a more conventional word. Let, let's say he's some kind of radical, which is, again, what people will say about Jesse Hull. People are concerned. I'm putting it as mildly as I can here. What do you say to people if I'd be concerned about your presence on the athens Clark County Commission? Uh, as a quote-unquote, well, uh, I guess there's kind of two questions there. The first is when we talk about a term like radical, you know, I think if you look etymologically at that, it's talking about getting at the root of things or the roots of things. And I do believe that there are some root problems we need to address in our community when we think of the gross inequalities that we're dealing with and the historical context they're in. Um, so I'm not really afraid of the term radical being thrown at me. Of course, that, like Antifa and a lot of other terms, I think gets misconstrued to mean something um, a bit different um, than it than it actually, in my in my opinion, uh, means. As far as people who feel mixed uh, about my presence on the commission, I imagine that regardless of the electoral context, there would be people who would be feeling that way no matter what. And certainly, given the complexities of this situation, definitely understand that there are a lot of people with mixed emotions about all this. And all I can say is that. I'm here to work with everyone who lives in District 6 and Athens to try to make the community better. And that's true for people who voted for Jerry Neesmith, and that's true for people who didn't vote at all, which is, you know, actually a majority of the residents of District 6 didn't vote at all in this election. And I still plan to work with and for those people. Um, I'm also grateful that a lot of the folks who worked on Jerry's campaign and who are particularly close to him have reached out to me to express their support for me given the circumstances. Jesse Hull with us here. Let's talk about a couple of issues specifically. In the time we have remaining here, there are at least two commissioners, Parker and Denson, who are pitching this proposal to cut funding to the athens Clark County Police Department by 50% over the next 10 years. Uh, where would you be on that issue? Uh, were I on the commission when they were voting on that yesterday, I would have voted in favor of that plan, yes. Why? Well, I believe that we need to take a hard look at the way public safety is handled in our community. And I think that a lot of the conventional approach to policing, a lot of the conventional approaches to policing um, aren't working in a variety of ways. And I think that we need to rethink public safety in a way that I like to word it as looks at policing more like social work. Um, and, of course, you know, there are issues with how social work plays out, too. But the short version here is, you know, demilitarizing some of the equipment that they have and a lot of the trainings that they go through. And also not giving police the burden of dealing with what's kind of an impossible array of circumstances to try to solve. Uh, you know, we, we have kind of built this culture around being able to call 911 and outsource any problem we have to a group that's going to show up. And it's kind of impossible to train anybody to handle any problem, but I think it's um, especially dubious to train people to deal with problems that involve a certain amount of violence and escalation that uh, run counter to when I think of public safety being more about de-escalation. And many police officers I know, people who work in public safety, I think agree with a lot of this, that 
the way things are currently set up isn't working, and we need to take a hard look at how to make it work better for everyone so that public safety is really in the interest of keeping people safe. And when we're thinking of the people, that involves anybody involved in a situation where police might show up. That involves anybody involved when 911 is called. All right, very quickly, about a minute left here, Jesse. We'll circle back to the election. Uh, you mentioned the possibility of a court challenge, and it is out there. They're the Republicans locally are talking about a challenge to the ruling that says you'll take the seat in January. Your thoughts on that? You're not a lawyer, neither am I, but what do you make of it? Well, uh, the sheriff uh, or sheriff's deputy visited my workplace yesterday and served me with a lawsuit that both the Board of Elections and myself are named in. Um, And I had heard about this, actually, uh, but was under the impression it was going to be just against the Board of Elections and not also myself. So I guess my thoughts on it are I'm still processing how to respond to something that, as far as I can tell, is a list of complaints that uh, aren't really ag- against me, even though, you know, my name was on the ballot. So I'm actually working with some folks to try to figure out how to respond to this. And, you know, the the short version is we're going to kind of take this one day at a time and cross the bridges as we come to them. But I hope that we can move on from the seemingly never-ending election and move into doing the work, which is where I'd much rather be spending my time and money and resources and where I really think the community's time and money and resources is better spent as well. Jesse Hull, best of luck moving forward. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for having me, Tim. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.